previously last week. That that satisfaction moan really threw me off. The investigators battled black magic witches <laughs> in the attic of the kitty salon. The infiltration mission foiled. Mika signaled for help by shooting a flare through the window, summoning the group from below to the top floor where they found the coven, led by Counter Esterhazy, chanting around a magic circle, attempting to pull Mika's soul from her body, imprisoning her in a cat thing. They're foxes. They, they have a name. Spells flew, Get tentacles away. whipped. Okay. Blunderbusses busted heads as the team put down the evil spellweavers, allowing Mika to free herself and escape. The call for fire was heard as Bishop instructed the maids to put the foul establishment to the torch, burning the hive of scum and villainy to the ground. As the final Molotovs were tossed, the group ran headlong into Alban Grau, who subsequently asked them to participate in the production of a movie, Das Nakranamakan. Agreeing to meet him at the Kaiser Wilhelm turn at 6am sharp, you departed for a quick night's rest. And as the group recovered, recuperated, we returned to a wayward player as they reform for the final countdown. Oh no, this... This is gonna be fun. It's the final countdown! Alright, stop or we'll get copyrighted. <laughs> we, uh, we have everyone... Final count up! Banana. Every, <laughs> Every episode is copyright. We're safe. It's a parody. <laughs> Can't copyright us if we already are copyrighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're behind a paid wall. Ew. No, it's worse if it's what? behind a paywall. <laughs> is there a paywall? That's I don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Our guys are going in and re, uh, <laughs> yeah, re-uploading all of the videos. Yeah, that's why nobody's seen him, because they have to pay before they get to see it. Dr. Brightwood. Hi. You managed to slip away from your to your favorite opium den for a little rest, a little relaxation to recuperate from the recent events. Between the visions of Countess Esterhazy demanding the return of the dossier and assassination attempts from the SS, you've been under a little bit of pressure as the figurehead of the cult, and it's proving to be a little bit more demanding than you had anticipated. You can say that again. But you don't need to. I heard you the first time. (laughs) As the hours blur together, your entourage swirls around you, drinking, sniffing, smoking, injecting, into the small hours of the morning as you pass in and out of consciousness. Colors swirl around you when the gravity seizes you suddenly and you're thrown at terminal velocity into a freefall, plummeting down a fractal kaleidoscope of shifting colors. The Countess Esterhazy's face appears before you as it did in the Palace of the Occult. 
Wake uh, up, Doctor. Brightwood shrieks a little bit, pisses himself. Ah! You hear her voice purr to you through your dreams before innumerable eyes open throughout her visage, jaw dropping, you fall into her gaping maw. No, 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 no! Suddenly ah! you sit up, slick with sweat, you bolt upright face to face with the semi-transparent form of the Countess who sits comfortably looking at you, smoking your hookah. Hey! That's my hookah. Ah, so it is. You look around. Your dates are in a semi-dressed state of unconsciousness as a deep hail, a deep exhale, a fat cloud blown in your face refocuses you. Your companions paid me a little house call, Doctor, and I believe that violates our agreement. Uh, I, I mean, I had no idea. I don't know how to help you here. Not what do you mean parents. you had no idea? This is your church, your organization. Surely you sent them? I mean, both of us have known me long enough to know that's a bit of a an exaggeration. Perhaps uh, a bit of an embellishment to say I'm in charge of anything. Hmm. I didn't she looks them. around. I swear I didn't send them. I please, I didn't send them. Please, God, don't hurt me. <laughs> she looks around at the party state you find yourself in. You're a bit disheveled. Raising an eyebrow. Well, might be something to what you say. However, I need you to rein your companions in or I'll put them in my service, like you, for all eternity. I'll do what I can. She's methodically, rhythmically stroking a cat thing in her lap. The movement draws your eyes down and you focus the dim red light, blurring everything, and then a horror-chilled grip seizes your soul. Baleful eyes of Lena Desmond, her altered appearance, her changed face gaze back up at you imploringly. Uh, hi, Lena. Oh, no. Uh, looking a little rough, my dear. Kind of like a fox. Vaguely, vaguely fox like. Uh, Lena, a pleasure, always. <laughs> Madam Darkness, scary, fucking crazy ass. Uh, as always, a pleasure. I will write in my compatriots. I'll do everything that I can. I will hold you do that. And she stands gracefully walking out, taking one more deep inhale of the hookah and then blowing out another fat cloud. Such a fat cloud. So fat, the cloud! Brightwood is intimidated by the, uh, the fatness of the cloud. He shivers. Don't tell Mika about Lena. 
Dr. Brightwood. Mika! <laughs> Mika! Dr. Brightwood, Mika! you make your way back to the establishment with your dates and walking in, start shouting for Mika. Mika! Uh, what? What the? Where the heck have you been? Uh, Brightwood relates. Someone's gonna turn into a freaking cat. What the? What? I think you mean a fox. And uh, no. I have news too. Uh, Brightwood relays uh, his encounter. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. With, what? The scary, with the scary lady. Uh, the shop. Uh, Post. Mika. He keeps, he keeps shouting Mika. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps doing it. And I start walking. And I'm like, yes, sir. Did you say something about foxes? He's been They're the cat foxes, things. Really. They're not, not, not foxes. The but they're not, not foxes. So it's ambiguous. It's hard. It's hard to figure out what's really going on here. Uh, Bright Brightwood uh, repeats his the story like six times, over and over. Just tells everyone everything. Every time someone walks in, he restarts the story from the beginning. Okay, okay, we get it. So and then she blew a flat, a fat cloud right in my face <laughs> with my hookah. She oh, blew no. it right in my face. I, 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 I cradle uh, 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 the prophet into my arms and I pet his. It. It's okay, sir. It's okay. We have a. Here you go. And I, I, I give him like a. And the uh, prophet crawls into uh, the baby Bjorn that Bishop carries <laughs> on his chest. Yeah, I give him like a. Uh, a um a pacifier filled with uh, I mean a, a, a what's that damn thing called with, for the kids to drink milk out of like a, a bottle like a, a bottle, bottle. A, a bottle but instead of like milk it's a uh, pure uh it's a cocktail of uh, no bishop vodka. I'm a big boy <laughs> oh, yeah, knocks the, he knocks the bottle out of his hands <laughs> what no. is happening I give him a sippy cup then I give him a sippy cup no no big guys bitch bishop right way. Yes, what? Focus. Did you Focus hear the up. one about the fat cloud? Focus up. <laughs> How about a, uh, a straw? A cup, a large straw of coke. Mm, he begrudging, begrudgingly takes the straw cup. We have bigger issues than your freaking what you're drinking out of right now. Yeah, that, you would think so. Right, also, why was, story again was, was are you sure that was also are you sure that was actually Lena? I mean, it looked like Lena. With you? I don't know. I'm not a fox expert, or whatever they are. <laughs> you know, she's messed with us before, and this is true. It looked like Lena. It smelled like Lena. It sounded like Lena. It, if it, Lena it, was a fox, did it, it smell like, like, like her? Did it taste oh. like her, sir? I, I didn't eat her. Have you been sniffing? It Lena looked. It Lord. looked like she smelled like she would taste like Lena. <laughs> mm. Yes. Well, here, so forever rest in horrendous peace. And she's dead. Is she dead? No, wait, she's not dead. She's she's a, if, if if it was her, then she's now a cat thing. Well, may her soul rest in horror. This is terrible, and now I'm upset. We're all upset here. Also, you weren't the one that tried to that almost got turned into a cat with her freaking soul halfway out of her body. 
Well, it's okay. You you tried something. It changed. It it almost worked. But we but have, now we have a problem because, because we know she's going to be there tomorrow. Yeah, we knew that. But we also might know where her, she's hiding her uh, her phylactery. It might be where she all the films at, and we just have to get to the film area. I have a feeling she's gonna publish this. I, I, I so don't think she's gonna carry them. I don't know if she I has ours. She looked like a cat thing. It'd be hard for her to publish. No, not because she's her, a cat. Her. Not her, sir. The, the the woman with the the woman that likes to blow stuff into your face. That that woman. She Madam Blowface. She's back. <laughs> yeah, that that woman. Mistress Blowface. Alright, yeah, 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 yeah. Blow, we should, blow some, more than one of us should know the name of the PB. It's sad that. Countess Esterhazy, guys. Esterhazy, yes. The Countess. Oh, uh, this is why she's not going to make it into the, to, to the big leagues as actress. She already is. She, I can't even remember her name. And I'm a leader of a church. <laughs> you don't remember anybody's name. I, I I remember your name. But is that everyone's fault? Or is that our fault? What is happening? Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> we have to figure... If she came to see you, then... She could have, yes. like... She was very unhappy with whatever you had done. Uh, you did something unhappy. and she wasn't happy about it. That's okay, sir. Don't worry about it. But, but we know she's going to be there tomorrow, and she's also going to. Rec- if we're not, even if we're not there, she's going to recognize the maids. How much? Um, how much time do we have left? Um. um you got about two hours. This maybe even less, probably about one hour. You guys are in the very small hours of the morning. It's at that point okay, do where, we know where do we know where the the place with the the film is at? Yes, remember at the tower. You wanted it's at to the tower. It up. It's our, okay, then let's go. We're gonna head to the place with the. Film and we're gonna destroy all the film. The Countess made it very clear that she was going to turn you it all into her thrall, her slaves for the rest of forever. It has I nothing to do with that. I told her, film. I gave her my word. Word for what? That you Why would she do shit that? Because she was fucking scary and she blew a big fat cloud in my face. Yeah, let's go mess her up. Let's go destroy stuff. And then if she's still angry, we can apologize. Yeah. Wow. That, that, I have always been one to, uh, the, to beg forgiveness before asking permission. Let's do it. Yes. And plus, sir. You won me over with the uh, the argument of irresponsibility now and little accountability later. This is my point to make. Mm, better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission as you guys make the final <sighs> preparations to head out to the Kaiser Wilhelm turn. Bishop? Yes. Maxine's presence is noticed after a while. Hi, Maxine. Hi, Maxine. She doesn't move 
or make a sound. Oh, I'm getting the pop now, too. It's awful. (laughs) Did you bring me what I want? Or is there something? Uh, Maxine, are you okay? What color is Maxine's hair? Wait, is Maxine... Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to walk towards her. No, she's fine. She just appears in this uh, in the shadows, half obscured. Oh, what's up? Herr Heydrich is returned with paperwork, my lord. He requests your presence to discuss the transfer of ownership of the surrounding properties. Of what? He wasn't of very what? specific, but it seems that some of the structures surrounding our own property have come into his possession. Oh, okay. No, they haven't. Perfect. And I take out the gun. And what? Like, oh. oh, God. He's you have to shoot everybody in the face. You know, only people who try to mess with me. He waits you in the sitting room, Sire. Oh, you know what? Give me the shotgun. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, sir. Here you are. Thank you. And I lock and load it. All right. Uh, get the maids. Get ready to clean up a mess. They're not the only ones that have to mess up. <laughs> oh no, this is, this is my church. I take care of business properly. Uh, that wasn't what it meant, but okay, whatever. So, uh, I'm used to it by now. <laughs> excellent. I'm very I'm proud. Going of you outside. Guys. Shut up. I'm going outside. <laughs> and then I go. I, I'm gonna go to him. Hello, sir. Horse, what do you have in your pockets? I mean, I got cat food, dexedrine. I still have some shards from broken dolls. I got uh, an occult magazine that I got from the horse talking guy. Um, some horse hair. Uh, well, fistful of doll hair, which turned out to be horse ass hair. Um, oh some cash. You know, also pockets and pockets. That wasn't what I was. We're good, everybody. <laughs> she wants the cocaine, man. She wants the cocaine. Nah, no, I'm good. Methamphetamine. Slowly, bacteria. slowly. No, not yet. I'll be fine. <laughs> Go, yeah, whatever. Bishop, you enter the city room, and standing looking into the fire, Reinhardt continues to stare into the flames. Stands wide as you enter gesturing to a large stack of old papers that sit on the table. I gesture to nod. the gun in my hand. Uh, let's read these stack of papers that mean nothing to me. But your life seems to be worth a lot, right? To you? And I, I look towards the papers and I call Maxine. Maxine, look through this, please. And I, I lock the gun at his face. Uh, and I call over some maid to grab him, to hold him in place. Maxine goes over to the papers and starts looking through them. He uh, raises an eyebrow, but continues to look into the fire. Addressing you, he says, the deeds of every property. The deeds of every property are within a four mark radius of the church. I trust you'll find them in order. One second. We're still looking through. Yes, indeed. I'm sure we will. And who approved of this? I'm guessing the government, actually. 
We found ourselves trying to cement friendships to shape the future. We must imagine the future to plan the future and to build the future. I give you my solemn word that you here that we will deliver on every promise we have made and usher society into a beautiful age where our children are free of the leeches draining the body politic dry. A strong, am, healthy am nation in which hardly we see you as an ally oh, to bring into the future. And by ma seeing me as an ally, you're threatening to take my property away. Very interesting way to make friends. You misunderstand. We are giving you all the land in the surrounding area. Oh. Deal. <laughs> right, would you oh, like you just Deal. Your life. You literally Deal. just saved your life. Deal. I don't think we should accept it. Wait. I mean, I'm not in there, but never mind. Go ahead. A strong, healthy nation in which our blood... We, our children, will dominate the weak, where the pure will lead, and the loyal shall yeah, fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, too much. The the first part. The first part where we get all the rest of it. Yes, deal to that. The rest of it, sir, you, sir. that's all you. Enjoy sir. whatever. Sir, here's your, your cup full of dexatrine and vodka. Not in front of the, not in front of the man. Yes, sorry, sir. Um, but yeah, still, uh, still, I don't care about that. Uh, as a as a, uh, a religious man, a holy man, I know a whole lot about preaching bullshit to people. I don't care. We'll take the deal, though. Deal? Sure. He gives us a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um. Well, let's uh, look at the paperwork. So, you said how many miles around our wonderful estates? You'd say it's about one or two, maybe pushing two. It's about four or five square blocks around you. In every direction, each property has been suddenly evicted and handed over to you. What, what about the people that were in there? Do we get we them too? We'll be taking the men to oh. work in our camps. The women uh, will be sent to you. Uh, 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 <laughs> Quiet, Mika. Turn off your mic. Uh, Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Gentlemen, Couldn't come up with a better plan if I uh, wanted to. That's our vision nice. will thrive, guided by the light held in our hands. Can and I ask you why? Did you choose us? I thought you were trying to kill us. There are many factions within the party. I have worked subtly to sabotage their efforts to see your demise. Their raids would have been much more forceful if it hadn't been for my subtle influences. I'm glad that you were able to survive, and by proving yourself, you have shown yourselves to be worthy allies in the new Ubermensch-run nation we build. And who will be the leader of this nation? Uh, could you give me a hint of the name? Hey, Hitler, I will. Oh, Hitler, right, yes. He will need capable men such as yourselves, Dr. Brightwood, to guide the rest of us 
to be the shiny light on the hill. Uh, uh, I haven't signed uh, anything yet, right, Bishop? Yeah, you can't oh. take degree other than that, no. Good, okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to... Um... Uh, do you know about the Countess? Oh, yes. Her fingers are in many of the pies of our nation. I would not see her in Bluin's grow. Uh, what if I told I mean, you if I had a way for you to... one good thing, at least. What if I trade some, some very important information that would help both of us take care of the Countess? If you could see that into reality... We would be able to expand our relationship even further. Uh, all right. I'll consider it. The only way, though, we're going to need to meet this uh, Herr Hitler. Get the cut of his job. Hey, did you just say Herr Hitler? Yeah, Harry Hitler. <laughs> it's the only Hitler, way you can say it. Hitler the Hair. His Harry circle. Hitler. As he's known. In some is circles. It? His circle is an exclusive one. I'll see what arrangements I can make. Excellent. Um, you know what? Let me see. Right, Maxine, bring a map of the city. Right away, sir. And I hand him a, 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 a brandy on ice, like a, a round ball of ice, and, and a cup. And you a guys cigar. take a few minutes. Maxine doesn't take long. She brings down a very intricate, expensive map, and you see each one of these properties as you go through the papers. It's very old paperwork. Some of them, they feel like they might deteriorate in your hands, and the authenticity is left in no question in your mind. These are legitimate, and they do make you, their possession of them, the rightful owners. Excellent. Um... Read the fine print. Oh, the fine print is uh, indentured to to uh, Hitler. What's your name again? Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. Reinhard Heydrich. Told you, he remembers nobody's names. Exactly. Uh, Senor, uh, Senor Efe, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well then. Uh, Verifying the veracity of the documents. How many people do you have under your command? As we cement our relationship and become fast working partners, I won't mind discussing more of the trivialities with you for now. Hmm. Let us part ways as friends. I was gonna say. I don't think we should push our luck too far just yet. I'm not pushing. I, I get what you're saying, uh, but I was seeing if you want to help us with a raid to lower the control of the countess's control over the party. Unfortunately, her grip within the party is too strong. In fact, best you operate without my knowledge, and mm. if you succeed, all the better for our future dealings. At this point, Maxine hovers forward through the darkness. Sir, it's time. We should head to the Kaiser Wilhelm Tower if we want to get there on time. All right. Oh, one more thing. Can you bring me the people who wanted to kill me? Go ahead. The people like you don't want, like, in your gun. 
I would like to talk to them personally. Goibles is a fickle soul. I'll see if he can make his way over, but coming to the beast that he has been trying to slay may not be an easy negotiation. Well, I just want to meet the people who want to kill me. That's all. That's all. Privately, with no one protect, keeping them safe. I will keep them safe, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's tell, the tell. least suspicious thing I've ever heard. What he said. <laughs> I completely agree. All right. Tell, uh... Yes, Mika, and I see her outside the window. Come inside. Come inside. Mika's been in the room by the door this whole time. He still oh. gestures the same way. Mika, come inside. Come inside. Come closer. Come inside. Okay, what do you want to say? Um, That I'm not 10? <laughs> That's it? Oh. Okay. Also... Is someone mad. Is someone cranky? Bishop! Bishop! I think she needs her Brightwood. Mama, just like mine. Brightwood, remember I what you, I do for a living. Brightwood whispers over. You can have mine. I'm not <laughs> using it right now. Hmm. He kind of wipes it off on the shirt. Hands it over. The group oh makes gosh. its way. Forget it. We're making some deals with these very nice Nazi men. <laughs> the group makes its way into the foyer across the very plush rugs. Exchanges are had. You guys make farewells, fond farewells, adieu. And he sees himself out into the Nazi car with the little flags on it. Vaccine? Yes. Do we have an RPG still? Of course. Shoot the car. (gasps) Sputters around the corner. Um, I'll get him next time, Mom. All right. As you we all don't need out, more people trying to kill us. We can kill them later. Looking out oh. over the city, you see the sun is about to come up. The darkness is starting to blue. You better make your way over to the Kaiser Wilhelm Tower before too long. Yep. Cars Let's are go. being brought around. We're going to take uh, 15 cars each of oh. What do you mean, no? We're taking 20. Okay. 20 cars. 30 cars. You see at least 10 of the vehicles that you have planned to go have already started making their way over as the maids will be infiltrating a large portion of the group of extras. What? <laughs> I didn't agree to this. Yeah, I, did. I agree to it. Oh, right. That explains a lot of things. <laughs> I've agreed to everything. Uh, tell the maids that if it gets sketchy, kill it. Anything, and if, if an elder god comes out of the world, just run back to the church. <laughs> and as you all make your way into separate vehicles, a long black sedan pulls up in front of you specifically, Dr. Brightwood. Hi. Hello there, car. <laughs> Are you free for me? Um, that's not good. Can I run out and go into his car with him? Mika, you're seeing this from the back of a cab. This car turns around just as you're boarding and leaving your own. You can tell the vehicle to stop in front of you. However, Dr. Brightwood. Hi. So the driver pulls up alongside you. The rear window cracks slightly, revealing a young woman's face. 
Hello, miss. She's, a, she's in her early 20s and dressed in a white arctic fox jacket pulled tight over her slender bodice that shimmers around her. Dr. Brightwood? That's my name. Hello. I've heard you're spreading rumors. Like wildfire, the scuttlebutt uh, is that I am pregnant with Adolf's son. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! Horst, it's all your fault! Uh, wait, aren't you? I thought you were. Someone had told me that. Wait, what's happening in here? I can't, I can't read. Can you re say what you just said? It says Hitler's baby mama, I think. Oh, wow. I mean, we heard. Allegedly, yes. So who's, so she's Hitler's baby mama? She's going to look over at you real fast, Horace, and give you a wink. Far be it from me to disappoint the party and lower morale. <laughs> We must fulfill the desire, my desire. <gasps> At this point, she opens the door, dropping the coat over her shoulders, squeezing her bosoms before letting it fall to the floor, beckoning <gasps> you inside with her naked body. <gasps> okay. Yes. Uh, wait. 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 <laughs> no. Everybody follow that car. No, he hasn't gone yet. He's just standing in the He's middle of the road pops. naked right now. <laughs> yeah, Brightwood immediately disrobes and pops into the car. Oh, no. Jumping in, she grabs you. You jump into her arms. She says, give me a son, Dr. Brightwood. Give the oh, fatherland an heir. I'll give you eight of them. Here, let's do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the caravan of cars just splutters off. One of them rocking noticeably as you guys make your way to the Kaiser Wilhelm Tower. <laughs> Nope. That's, that's fine. Rear, rear, rear. The shocks have on this uh, car. Not great. Mm. Person is having a very hard time keeping the car straight. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we can always put her under training at least, if that's alright. Uh... Call forth the headmaid later and have her place the new mistress in uh, in matron. That's not that that that's not gonna work. I think it might. I think it already worked. Brightwood uh, is just talking to himself while he's (laughs) while he's going at her. You know what? Maybe Hitler can be a good person if you just be a good father to him. Like, Maybe I'm Hitler. Maybe I think you you're having a really I, good am dream. I Hitler? I'm takes... Hitler. No, I'm Hitler. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> wait a minute, you can't be Hitler. You're, you're Jewish. Uh, ooh, no, wait, you're not Jewish. I think you're a Jewish. <laughs> oh, fuck. You all arrive at the clock tower. It's still dark. That blueing of the morning just before the sun comes up. As you oh, I know pile... what Bishop is doing next. As you all pile out of the cars, rejoining each other, some of you a little sweaty in the frigid cold, with others freezing mist encasing the forest. As the sky overhead begins to lighten, the tower's various spires can be seen but dimly through the gloom. It is altogether an eerie scene. About a, uh, about a hundred other brave souls, individuals venture out in response to the newspaper advertisement. Mostly desperate people, attracted by the promise of a hot meal and some spending money. 
poor immigrants, migrant workers, homeless veterans, and so forth. In fact, Dr. Brightwood, you see a couple of the wild boys give you a wink as you all mill about in the cold. Uh, Brightwood winks right back at him. He winks with both eyes. Slowly, poorly. Is the woman here still, or does she leave? Now her car took off as soon as she got what she wanted. Uh, well, I hope it's a beautiful child. Passing through the stage. It's half me. How can it not be? No problem, sir. We'll just have to kill it later. It's gonna be his fourteenth kill. Uh, we'll discuss that later. That's my. That's my son. <laughs> or daughter. A daughter. Damn. Uh. I am very proud of you. What are we doing? (laughs) You all make your way through the staging area. On the opposite side of the tower, the monument bubbles with activity. A massive production. Heinrich Galen, sporting a fedora, yells through a large cone. The lighting, the crew, the organizations, these boom mics flailing about, the final preparations as the night melts into the fuzzy blue early morning. Uh, What's that, Uh, Bishop? Um, I know the last session I had uh, some maids to go and plant explosives at the bottom of the tower to have a collapse on uh, queue. They had it finished, correct? Got that part finished. At this point, you see the members of the crack infiltration squad melting back into the crowd. They look over you with purpose in their eyes and give you a nod. Surreptitiously, they hand you... One of those Acme plungers that just trails a group of wires around. I'm going to call you Wiley for a second. Please do. I love Wiley. He's awesome. What? He gets a bad rap, man. Wiley Coyote. Agreed. Of course you would identify with Wiley Coyote. As opposed to what? The fucking Roadrunner? Roadrunner does whatever you want. fucking runs. I don't know. He, gets, he's, he has white privilege. The Roadrunner or the Coyote? Roadrunner. Which, which one? Roadrunner gets white privilege. She gets, it gets to go through everything and do whatever it wants. Or, Ro- or Coyote gets backfired and gets like pushed down by the man. It's true. Or it's, it's, bullshit. it's bullshit. Amen. You all melt into the crowd it. of the couple hundred people. Few more trickling in. And you see that they are all a modest group of working class blue collar people. And at the direction of some of the casting directors, they remove their modest warm garments for paper thin rags of peasants. Some shivering in the cold, but with the rushed low quality of the hurried movie production, they all in the biting cold, take off their garments and put on these clothing of peasants, some hundred, sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds, circa that area. Andrew? Oh, Andrew's not here. Damn it. Dang it. Are you saying saying that the people that are filming the video are also turning, putting on it? Um, Jiminy Cricket. No, the production crew is handing out these outfits that seem to be like peasant uh, uniforms, not uniforms, but peasant garb costume. from a couple hundred, yeah, costumes 
And you look them over and they're pretty kind of low quality. I'm not putting this on. We're not for us. Do you want to participate in the production or not? You'll have to wear the costume if you want to be in the film. I brought people here. I don't want to be in the film. I'm right here by the camera. I want to be in the film. You better keep your mouth shut before you end up not here anymore. Will you come? Give me an intimidation check. First roll of the game. I don't think we want to be... Hey, he's... he's, I I did nothing wrong. Can I have a persuasion instead? Uh, I'm pretty sure you were trying to intimidate there. Yeah. It sounded well, a lot like intimidation. I was persuading yes. him to stay the fuck away from me, that's all. You were intimidating him. And I don't think we need to be intimidating oh, yeah. the freaking uh, yeah, film crew. Persuade. We need to be keeping 69. a low, oh, hell yeah. a low I profile. I don't because care we know she's probably us. I very must insist that you wear the uniform if you're planning on being in the shots. And if you're not going to be in the shots, you'll have to clear the area. This is for production and crew members only. Hey, where's the, where's the, where is that guy? Horse. Was that horse? Do the uniforms have pockets? It's like an apron where it has like one kangaroo pouch in the front. Okay. I mean, I'm going to stuff all my shit in there, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It all fits. It's kind of, you, you feel off balance, like you're going to fall forward. But yeah, you're, you got it in there. Well, I guess I'll go way in the car. <laughs> As you make your way back to the car, you see a long black sedan pull up and sputter to a stop there. Uh, I really fucked myself over. With... I told you. It's fine, it's fine. Countrymen. I, I cast a war, uh, flesh ward on myself. How many magic points are you using? I'm using seven million. Uh, I have that. If I have that, maybe. Uh, give me a second. Let me grab my magic. My possession. Uh, I can. I put. I put. I put twenty magic points into it. So, are you wearing the mask? Yes, I am, sir. I always wear the mask. I always have it on near oh, me. Yeah, in my pocket and put it, place it on. Yeah, let's stick out even more. I really know who the fuck is here. Who cares? They really know we're here, too. I'm gonna. Oh, she did out. it! Yeah, she does. They do oh, now. Oh, right. So I'm putting on the mask, and I'm gonna take out two, uh, 20 magic points out of it, and then I'm gonna add it to my... my to me. Mika puts on the, the, the costume and it's just like as best she can, like blends in with the other. Brightwood crosses his leg seductively, fatal attraction stop. Oh, but no. like over and over and over. <laughs> just constantly changing his uh, over his and over. Position. It's just hot. It's but you're, you're going to roll 20d6, there it is. 77 temporary hit points. Uh, let me roll the uh, d4 of us. I uh, take one, um, um, one sanity damage. Dr. Brightwood, you draw some stares from the wild boys. You see a few of the young men raised plucked eyebrows smelling the air, following their gaze. And, you know, a few of them, they're really looking you up and down. 
and the uh, other half of them are looking towards this wonderful smell. The rest, and you follow their gaze, and the and your eyes rest on a series of luxury tents equipped with stoves, which atop which crackle the sizzle of bacon, eggs, sweet maple syrup of pancakes, and you see that these people through these tiny little windows are being served a number of these fat elderly politicians. The smell is overwhelming, and as you watch these almost hypnotized young men, a large plate is handed to a familiar round face. You see Chancellor Herman Mueller cease looking down his bulbous nose to stuff himself between gulps of frothy mead. He gestures at the crowd with a scone, too far away to make out what he's saying clearly, but through a stuffed mouth you can hear... The premiums, the filthy premiums. RPG, no, sorry. Oh, yeah, wild um. boys. His, uh, his elbows, you and the rib. Oh, yeah. You believe these swines? They're gluttonous, aren't they? Can't remember the last time I saw an egg. I could possibly get some food for you guys. I would really appreciate that. I mean, I had just been surviving off malted grain. I just, anything I could find in the dumpster, really. Is there a possibility I can go to the tent and try and either... And try and, like, convince them to... Give me at least a plate of food. Sure, you make your way on over there. You trying to persuade some food out of them? Or are you trying to stealth it out? Arm. Ooh, all right. Absolutely. So you make your way out there. Immediately, one of these larger cast production members gets in front of you. Security type fellow. Oh, what are you trying to do? This is, uh, this is for... This here is only for politicians and observers only. You'll be brought around food in the meantime. Some a little bit of coffee and schnitzel being handed out. It would be, but oh, it's so cold out here, and it would be just wonderful if you know I could get plate of food to hold me over until then. Give me a charm roll. One second. Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, don't love my boss now. I'm not supposed to be doing this. You pay, oh. you peasants are supposed to know your place. I mean, I know you're acting pleasants, but you're also plebes. And you're also poor people, and we are not supposed to give you any nice things. But this one time, just just don't get caught. All right here you go. And he piles oh, up a big old pile of pancakes and eggs. It'll be between you and me. Could you lose my job over this, please? Make sure. Oi! This guy's giving out pancakes. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> get him! It was supposed to. Oh my freaking god! Hey, I'm not here. Well, anyway, 
He's like, like take the plate. Yeah, that's and, like... not Brightwood. That's just some guy in the crowd. Notices. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, but I'd like take the plate and bring it over to the, to the boys. Come on, man! That man's giving out pancakes! Yeah. Stealth roll as someone quite rudely points you out. Narks on you. Oi, mister, we want some pancakes too! Well, pancakes, you're just gonna hand out pancakes with all the rest of us. Hey, if you're not gonna have enough pancakes for everyone, you shouldn't have pancakes in the first place. Exactly! Yes, we would want the pancakes. <laughs> my German accent. It's just as good as the English. Avanti's a pancakes. I'm rolling something. I Stealth, please, as you try and... and I can't find it. Uh, away with your pain. Oh, there it is. My stealth is terrible. Yep. Uh. Dang it. What are you this is such an incredibly important roll. I say you use up all your luck. Yep. <laughs> So you're followed through the crowd. You see two of these heftier gentlemen are making their way hot on your heels, and you're just able to get to the wild boys who scarf down all the pancakes and eggs before they are joined by the rest of you, and you quickly, like, throw away the plate and... Uh, don't know what happened to those pancakes. This is weird. Boy, this lady's throwing plates around! (laughs) After about an hour... We can totally use that. Of milling around, the rest of the crowd is served coffee, distributed some schnitzel to the shivering extras, and Galen surmounts the proffery base of the tower, megaphone in hand. The sky overhead is now a steely gray, with sunrise properly, still about an hour away. Through his megaphone, he he starts to lay out the day's shoot. The extras are to portray worshippers, of an ancient god participating in a ritual of supplication. Over the next hour, the final costumes are handed out with a page from the script. The costumes are those, like yours that you currently wear, ill-fitting, shoddily made. The curtains inside the tower's atrium have been put away to allow for some privacy for changing as the last few people trickle in. And at this point, you got a sizable crowd of a few hundred people. The script, as you all read over it, is a chant that the extras must intone with the cameras rolling. Schnitzel, more coffee is handed out as the final preparations of the shoot are almost complete. And as things come to a crescendo, the bustling of activity is almost at its highest point. The camera equipment is set. Another limousine pulls up as Alban Grau emerges, garbed in much better costume, and looks reminiscent of a medieval bishop, albeit completely lacking in Christian iconography. Instead, his robes are woven with bizarre symbols. Anyone want to figure out what those are? Uh, sure. Cult is terrible, but I can give it a try. <laughs> It is not an occult role. It is going to be okay. a Cthulhu Mythos role. Well, that's even worse. No, no. Uh, Cthulhu Mythos? Uh, yeah, I'll let somebody else do it because I have nothing in that. I have a zero. Somehow a I failed. Zero. Outrageous. Hard to imagine. I can't believe I failed that. Uh, no, I've worse. I just failed worst. 
I have quite a few, so I, I will I will do so. Uh, excellent. Oh man. Uh, can well, I use luck on that? Oh. Absolutely. That is going to be eighteen luck. I have I'll zero as well. Eighteen luck. I have a ton of luck. You... It makes more sense for me to have zero. I guess you know what Brightwood pays so very little attention to what's going on. It's probably important for him too. <laughs> yeah, but you're just a figurehead. Exactly. As Alban moves from the back of the tower through the actual structure to a raised platform on the on the Kaiser Wilhelm clock tower, you see that these are symbols associated with the god Yogg-Sothoth. You see that the tip of his crozier depicts the triple-headed goddess, and between the two, you would know that these are the symbol of the gate. And then he passes out of sight. He moves around the rear of the tower, set to the stop of the grand staircase leading up to the tower proper. After disappearing behind the profferate base, for about a minute, he reappears, sweeping around the side of the tower to take up his mark at the base. Looking down at the sea of extras below, the final preparations have been made. You can tell, through the electricity in the air, the excitement. Cameras are about to roll. Is there anything you would like to do before action is said? So, horse leans over to the three others. It's like, I thought we were here to set fire to the cameras. I don't think the cameras actually matter. Like, the cameras, but, really. Uh, I was promised pyromania, and I oh, feel... No. Let's set fire to the cameras. I'm with you, Horst. Whoa. You want to be a pyro... Hmm. I, I, I have you. I have a zero in Cthulhu, but I apparently have a five in connecting to Bluetooth. Ah. I, don't, I don't remember when I added that skill. What? <laughs> this, this campaign's been hog wild. I wrote that down so, at some point. I got a horniness meter. I got I got. Uh... Yeah, I'm good at kissing as well. Uh, uh, but anyways, back on track. <laughs> yes, horse. Let's light the cameras on fire. Fire. Uh, anyone while they're distracted. It wasn't the ca- uh, the cameras. It was the film. I need to go to the film. Well, hey. I haven't started anything yet, though. No, burn the cameras. Burn can't be used. So let's burn no, the cameras. No, that's the film. Uh, is yes. not the phylactery. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm saying that that's where she's hiding her phylactery. I'm saying she's probably hiding where all the films. Are. Best place to hide something that you don't want other people touching is out out in the open. Okay. Yeah, I think the xylophone is also in the camera booth. <laughs> Alright, well, first things first. Here, you can press pull, press this. And you hand them the thing and like, push it down. I'll be your shield, bro. Uh, horse. Horse? Yeah? Press it. You, you said you want to do something fun. Press the, the switch. Push it down. Oh. Okay, Horst presses the switch. Pushes the plunger. Pushes the pl- Wait, is it a- What? What? Ex- you're going- You're about to explode the freaking tower if you do that. Horst sticks the plunger into his leg and is immediately transported. 
Forest. Forest. That's just the plunger. He doesn't care anymore. He's broken. Give me a dexterity <laughs> oh, roll, okay. if you would. A dex roll? Sure. Oh, no. Wow. You being handed this plunger, you're not really sure what it is, but hey, let's go ahead and push the button. Suddenly, after about a couple hours of not much happening, there's a sudden flurry of activity, and while you're not quite paying close enough attention, the crowd presses in around you and bumps you, knocking the plunger to the ground where it's immediately stepped on. Large, What's powerful What's the crowd lights. been doing for a couple hours? Standing there. You can't do that. Standing here. <laughs> I'm holding on to the plunger. I'm saying he pushes the plunger. You have to, get you have to set it down first before you can push it. You can't just hold it. The crowd's going to come close to Horst, by the way. He probably smells like a hobo gymnasium. and, and A lot of people around that. here do. A lot of people are from <laughs> the streets just coming up. In good company. Yeah, how many of them have pockets full of dead rats? Hey, and... when did we get with the pr- crowd? We've been in the crowd. We're dressed up like them. What crowd? I, I am not dressed up like <laughs> I'm not wearing anything. All right, kids, settle down. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you dressed up. We weren't supposed to be dressing up. I know, the excitement is infectious, and as the large crowd presses forward, the large, powerful lights blaze into life. Large boom mics swing out. Galen calls forth to everyone assembled. Action! sound of the cameras roll and can be heard briefly before the people around you start intoning their chants. Fuck it. I need everyone. I'm shooting a gun in the air. What? I need everyone to roll a d6, please. Oh, no. This is why I I said press the trigger. Four, Wookie. You got a five. Five. You each are going to lose five magic points as you feel drained from your body, a headache come over you, pounding, Uh, stabbing headache through your mind as these magic points are leached out of you. They are not leached out of your mask. They are leached out of you specifically. And I rejuvenate myself with my own magic points. That's not how that works. Oh, that's not how that works? All right, I specifically reread the magic point rules in the core rulebook before this. Dr. Brightwood, you lose three magic points. That's fine. I was planning on using them ever anyways. Magic points are for suckers. Alright, we need to get out of it. Uh... Horst? Yes. Roll a d6, please. I rolled a five. I deducted five already. Who am I missing then? Oh, I'm missing. Oh, there you are, Mika. One. You're going to remove one magic point as you all look forward through your splitting headache, trying to squint. Your vision blurs for the pain that stabs into your mind. Alden turns towards the tower, arms held wide, staff pointing away from his body, held horizontally. Yogg-Sathoth is the key. Yogg-Sathoth is a gate. Yogg-Sathoth is the key and the guardian of the gate. From where you are currently, he is elevated above you by about 10 feet. He has a lot of cover. You can go ahead and try and shoot him. I need you all to roll 
another d6. Okay. Yeah, well, can I go for the Can I go for the plunger again instead? Plunger? You look down at the ground. The plunger has been completely destroyed. <laughs> right. I have a flashlight. Well, you can do it this way. Can I grab no, the wires? It's it's a flashlight. What? Okay, it, Bishop, it as you get to your knees, you try and fix the plunger with <gasps> a mechanical repair roll. Uh, of do you lose four magic points. Dr. Brightwood, you lose happened? three magic points. Mika, you lose six magic points. Nope. Uh, Can't quite seem to get the battery working. It's... Why didn't we burn the cameras when we had the chance? I told you to go do this. I right, tell everybody. Everybody ignores me now. Horace, I don't think to... the cameras matter. Horace, do you try to make your Horace way Horace is going to start stripping his clothing off and uh, start running towards the cameras. With... Right, would see his horse taking off his clothing and without knowing what's going on, immediately start taking off his own clothing. <laughs> as you do so, as wanna... pulling off your clothing, you see around you some of the more frail-looking extras begin to faint falling to the ground in heaps. Strange, yeah. rippling clouds begin to form over the tower. After a yeah, minute... Yeah, um, Did you already shoot? Yeah, go ahead and roll two was, shots, because this is uh, the second was, round there. Yeah, I was going to... Uh, I, I, I... Can, like, have, like, Maxi can, like, bring me my rifle, or do I just have my pistol? Or my you handgun? Have rifle. You have your rifle. Just take no. Shot. Pistol, go ahead and shoot. Okay, just my handgun? Just the handgun? Go ahead and take a shot at Alvin. Yep, it sucks. Go ahead and roll a second one as the second round. You do not have your rifle. Why do I not have my rifle? I always bring my rifle. Your vision blurred. The pain is searing your mind as you try and squint, focus your eyes. Your shots go wide. Oh fuck! I'm running. I'm running. I gotta Horst, run. What are I you get, doing? I'm calling my dog and telling it to grab me and take me out. Besides stripping, what are you doing, Horst? Uh, I am starting to run towards the nearest camera with a lighter, like a demented, I don't know, journey concert. Like a big lighter. Yeah. You're making your way through this crowd. Everyone is fainting around you. You're one of the last few people still on your feet as you arrive. Everyone around you, this entire crowd slumping over and collapsing to the ground. I need each one of you to roll 2d6 as you you make it to the camera with your lighter. I'm done. Sorry. Those are I know. Seven. Do we need magic? What does magic do for us? That is all. I believe um, that's gonna knock go out, everyone out. Before I go out, can I ca- uh, cast the drain magic on somebody? You do not have the that's time. Horse. Not how it works. Do you well, have any magic points left? I have none. I have Horse. Zero. two left. You have two left. Yeah. Two magic D two D six. You That's are it, the man. final one as you look around. Oh, I mean, I quick. still have, uh, I still have three. You still have three. Only yeah. you and a naked Doctor Brightwood are still on your feet. Everyone else in this crowd of hundreds of volunteers, hundreds of extras, are now lying on the ground unconscious. What do you do? Son of a bitch, we're gonna die. 
gotta get him, right? You're right there at the very, on the camera. You look back and behind the camera. The operator of the camera is now unconscious, but it continues to roll. The camera continues to film. Fuck it. Let's kill the camera. What else can we do? Get the guy. Uh, Frank, I mean, this is Brightwood's right there. He's going to attempt to slap the, uh, the roll out of the camera. Nora, give me an unarmed strike. Just give me a slap. Yep, you successfully slap. And this thing is a monster. This is one of the old-fashioned Mickey Mouse ears cameras. You give it a slap, and it is a meaty piece of equipment. Just a hunk of iron with two very special pieces of film. Okay. So, I'm going to need you to roll a d4, please. You get up a smack and you hear it. It's actually knocking. You bend the frame of it, but it continues to roll. Horace, what do you do? Your idea, Horace. Use it. I'm still heading towards those cameras, trying to tend towards the nearest camera, trying to light it on fire. You arrive, holding out your lighter. You try and ignite the nitrate film on fire and like it's thirsty for the flame and it immediately drinks in the fire and it immolates very, very fast. The entire thing is ablaze before you know it and a wail, a screech rends out from the equipment. I'm feeling good about this. I start cheering. And that excitement is the last thing you feel as the last bit of your magic points are drained away by the other two cameras. As you fall to the ground. Sleep. Mika's tired of passing out. This is why I didn't want to sell our mates to to be sacrificed, but no one listened to me. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know if it would have mattered. Too late now. After falling unconscious at the Kaiser Wilhelm term, each one of you awakens alone in what at first seems to be a section of the Grunwald. Bare trees loom all around you, while beneath them is a layer of dead leaves and hummus. A dense layer of hummus? Uh, uh, (laughs) Are there any carrots nearby? Not that kind of hummus. Brightwood looks for carrots. <laughs> you find or no carrots. No. A dense, low-lying fog creeps along the forest floor. As you begin to stand, you notice that the forest boasts some strange features. First, and most immediately, you notice that there is a complete lack of color. Although... You may have mistaken it for dusk or early morning. You soon realize that you are quite literally in a black and white world. Looking down, you see that you are still wearing the garb of a medieval peasant. But they, you all, like Counter Esterhazy, are now black and white yourselves. I need you all to make a sanity roll. Oh, oh. 
let's be honest, Mika's slowly been going crazy anyway. That'll happen and go, Cthulhu. <laughs> Dr. Brightwood, you're going to lose a point of sanity. Horst, you are going to lose a point of sanity. And Bishop, you will as well lose a point of sanity. Mika, I need you to roll a d6 and make an intelligence save. Uh, roll it. Both of them? Mm-hmm. You're going to lose two uh, points of sanity. Uh. You realize that this is not your world. You've been pulled into an alternate dimension, a pocket space. You are no longer in Kansas. Were we in Kansas before? I thought we were in Germany. Uh, explains why it felt so betrayed. Looking around the woods, you notice that the trees are clearly not real. Constructed of trunks and branches, as if a real tree, but joined at the na- joined with nails at strange, odd angles. The specimens are obvious once you examine them closely. The trees do not have root systems, being mounted instead on wooden beams concealed beneath a couple inches of forest loam. Furthermore, the shapes themselves are clearly artificial, being closer to characters of actual trees, the limbs, and are just a riot of strange, impossible angles, dark, foreboding, creating a bracken effect that seems to press in from all directions. Those who glance up see no sky. Just diffused light and an overreaching darkness without stars. The overall sensation is of being a, of a giant soundstage, albeit one with no visible boundaries. There is just endless fake forest all around. We're in Mario 3. <laughs> A powerful, dreamlike sensation pervades the entire scene. The woods are utterly silent. No animal. Not a stir of the breeze. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Especially no mice. The temperature is rather rather, is mild rather than frigid. Again, suggesting an artificial environment. Gradually, you become aware of these ghostly shapes moving in the mist. Whether you remain standing or begin to move, they continue to creep closer. Then, out of the mist, you see them crystallize. Are we all together or are we all separately? We're separate. You're all alone. Oh, by myself. <laughs> Dr. Bradley, we're, we're, we're each, we are each all by ourselves. All alone, each one of you completely isolated. The princess is not coming. Princess isn't there. Oh, no. You have no magic to summon her. Well, I guess I'll go to the crystals. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to choose my death. Huh? What? Hold on. Walking towards the crystals. Figures. Oh, hold on, Bishop. One, one second. We'll get to you in a moment. Dr. Brywood. Sure. Emerging from the shadows, you see several forms crystallize out of the darkness. It's a uh, hello! Hello there! 
As you focus, each one coming closer, you see the face of familiar church members. The ones that had their throats slit by the infiltration SS oh, no. member. You see their guts ripped out, still blood trickling down from the gash in their throat. They look at you. They call out to you, arms stretching out, grasping at you. Hey guys, I swear, I, I had no idea they were coming. It's not my fault. It wasn't my fault. Why did you let them kill us, Prophet? I didn't know. I was sleeping. I had done a lot of drugs. It's not fair. You should have been more clear-headed. You could have saved us. You should have been in that room. You knew I would never be clear-headed. This is as much on you as me. More on you. Wow. As Anyone in the right mind would know. It was never going to turn out well for you. Try and shift blame. Me. Turn the fingers back on them, but they've continued to point, reaching out, grasping an entire no! energy. Pulls you down into them. Bishop. You see the figure walking towards you, a solitary figure. Uh, a huh. woman's figure, voluptuous, attractive. Her golden locks spill around her shoulders as she emerges, walking towards you. Can I pull out a gun and shoot her in her face? You don't have a gun. Well, that thing. Can I look the opposite direction? You turn, and there she is, getting closer. You turn okay. again. I'm going to go up to her and kiss her. She pulls uh, you in deep. Uh, uh, <laughs> to an embrace and kisses you back and she's holding something you know this woman you recognize oh. her as a bizu the god oh, sure. and oh. as you reach out and you pull yourself back from her deep kiss she How hands you, you she hands you your own arm oh. it's kind of I kind of got used to it Wait. Thank you. Wait. I didn't know we were friends. Why did you bring me a gift? I know we were Facebook friends. Oh, that's no gift. That is what I owe you. And it seems like it's rather attached to you. And you look down. Ah. Uh. And this thing turns back like Dr. Strangeglove and immediately grabs your throat and tries to start strangling you. Uh, fuck. I'm going to kiss her again. Nice. Yeah, I'm turned on by this too. Oh my lord. Mika? Yes. You look around and you see several figures in the darkness coming closer. It's hard to see and distinguish them from the shadows because their skin is black, burnt charcoal corpses. They come up out of the ground like the cremator you sent them into moaning, no. gasping, raspy voices. Why did you burn us? I had to. That's no. how you cremate people. <laughs> we were alive. I you didn't know that. Us alive. Blame Bishop, not me. And at this point, a hole in the ground opens up, which belches flame and smoke. You feel their strong arms grab you and pull you down 
into the hole of fire. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, too. Forest? Really? Forest is at peace. <laughs> you don't open your eyes. I've been expecting this this the whole time. You just comfortably relax. This is the first time you've got a little shut eye in a few months, and it's quite refreshing. Good change of pace. And then yes. you hear. Pitter patter of little feet around you. First looks around. He's very excited. Feeling good. Those feelings immediately drain out of you as you see the lithe little bodies of skeletal foxes surrounding you. As soon as you track one, it disappears into the shadows as one pounces from behind you, stealing away your clothing, biting, ripping at you, trying to tear you limb from limb. Um, Horst decides to make a run for it. You scrabble to your feet and immediately are pounced on. The weight of these skeletal foxes pulling you, dragging you back down to the ground, and you feel them tearing into your back. Um, Horst stares up at the sky and says, but I'm one of you! And then flails his arms really hard at his back, trying to knock off whatever's on him. You fight. You try and resist. I need each one of you to make power rolls as you try oh. and shake off your respective assailants. Oops. Ah. You guys are rolling pretty good tonight. Hmm. Now what's supposed to happen here with the power rolls? Ooh, it's a hard power roll. Uh-oh. You all failed. How dare. I need you all to roll a D8. Ooh, nice roll, Horst. Damn it, Mika. Mm, Mika, you're the only one who feels just a little bit of sanity drained away from you as you're pulled into this fiery hole. But you resist. You pull yourself back out, and you break free of the grasp and just start running through this fake forest. The rest of you... I'm making out like crazy. I'm making out with her still, even though I'm being choked. How dare. The madness, the sheer horror of the situation, making out with Abizu. You killed her. Horst, they are tearing you apart. And Dr. Brightwood. Yeah. The haunted, the haunting from the dead church members, the guilt overwhelms each one of you in turn. You pass out. Once again, falling to the gloom, crunching into the dead leaves of this fake forest. 
And that's where we're going to take a five minute break. Uh. Probably gonna fuck her to my death. Mm. That's the only way to treat a god. Mm. Ooh, a little justice. Oh, yeah. Moving through the gate tonight, baby. I'm gonna go. This is my favorite band. I don't know if this is the best song by them, but uh, I fucking love them. Sam's his bro. Victoria, the new album coming out. Okay. What? Fingers crossed. It's oh. been long enough. My god, you're gonna blow my fucking mind. Dude, Escapades. Uh, what's it? The, the, the fucking uh, hairier looking of the two of them. Released a uh, single album. Chess bar tonight. Thank you. 
Bishop, Horst, and Dr. Brightwood. I dread what's coming next. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's all fine. What could, what, what could happen? You awaken, an indeterminate period of time has passed. And you're first aware that you're lying on your back, followed by a gentle swaying motion. Opening your eyes, you see only pitch blackness. Attempting to move, your arms and legs quickly reveal that you are in a coffin with the muted sound of a drum and a fife coming from out of the walls of the pine board casket. Suddenly, you're set down rather roughly. Then come the sound of earth hitting the coffin lid. Each one of you is being buried alive. Oh no. Uh, Brightwood attempts to uh, force open the, uh, the gasket with his dick. Ah. Give me a dick roll. Okay. Let it not fail you at this time. <laughs> you've been training it. This is what you've been training for. Dick a splintered wood bursts out. You storm out of your coffin, dick first. <laughs> oh my god, his dick is supposed to be covered in feathers. Oh no. Let me out! Do I see other uh, graves nearby? In fact, you do. There are four other coffins being led and unceremoniously dumped into shallow graves where skeletons bury each one in turn. Hey, you fucking skeletons, leave them alone! Uh, Brightwood attempts to uh, push the skeletons out of the way. Get his, get, uh, what? Well, he has no idea, but release those other coffins. Whoever's in them doesn't deserve the fate any more than he did. Uh, can I call for a princess and see if she can help? 
You don't have any magic. I want to know if I'm still in this world or am I just being buried alive. So, first things first. Horst, I need you to remove eight of your sanity points. Bishop, I need you to remove six of your sanity points. Mika, one, and Dr. Brightwood, five. Each of you, for the failed power roll, that's going to come out of your sanity. Wow. Now, for being buried alive, I'm going to need each one of you to make another separate sanity roll. Wait, I'm, Wait I'm, me I too? I like I would be okay with this, honestly. Except for Mika, because you actually escaped the fate of being buried. Uh-huh. Nice Wait, roll, Dr. Brightwood. Yeah, Brightwood got out real quick. It didn't really bother him. Before he I even knew what was going on, his dick forced it open. To try to get out. What? Mika did not get buried alive because she was able to roll high enough on her power check. Well rolled, everyone. I think we're missing one Wait a minute, more. she got a success just like us. I think you mean um, that Mika got a failure like everyone else. However, she did not fail her uh, her sanity roll by five or more, inducing a bout of madness. Everyone oh, else I who see. rolled higher than a five went Why temporarily do you want insane. Why to be buried so badly? Yeah. God. <laughs> hey, bro, what I up? Know. I just don't want to be buried, that's all. I'm just... I can be confused and ask questions. Yeah, sanity no. roll, Bishop. Uh huh. Likely story. You say that As you try and beat <laughs> against the coffin doors and splinter the wood, it's too strong. And you would take his dick and start smacking at the, uh, the other <laughs> coffins. <laughs> you have to break them out. I've heard of it. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I've heard of the hammer. Takes but his this cock in both hands and just starts smacking it down as hard as he can. Release them! These skeletons creak and move in your direction as you start beating the hell out of this coffin with your cock. Dark God, I need you to roll a d6 and make an intelligence roll. Horst and Dr. Brightwood, I need you each to roll d3s. Bishop, you're going to lose two sanity. It's not so bad. I mean, maybe you're not being buried alive. And then you hear this persistent thunk, thunk, thunk as something meaty slaps against your coffin lid. I don't know how to roll a D3, so I just rolled a D6. I know what a dick sounds like. That's definitely, um... um... Yeah, if you've ever... <laughs> you, you probably know the sound of the Brightwood's dick. I know this dick. I know this dick. Wait, the first really? time you heard his cock smack against something. Oh, yeah. Yes! Hey, I'm here! Bishop! Use that dick harder! Get in! Get me out of here! Horace, you're gonna lose three sanity? Okay. You just keep every, beating Every on. other smack of the cock, like one smack hurts so badly. He's like, no! And then the next one feels better again. He's like, oh no, this is okay. There has to be something better to use. He's doing just about as much damage to himself as he is to the coffin lids, but they are open. <laughs> In the most painful manner possible.
I'm just too weak. You all hear the distant tolling of church bells, followed by the sound of artificial forest. Flowing through the sound of this artificial forest, you catch sight of a medieval church. Mika, Dr. Uh-huh. Brightwood. And it's situated on a craggy hill. The dimensions and the proportions of the church are exaggerated in a twisted, angular fashion reminiscent of an old expressionist film set from about ten years ago. The angles are all subtly wrong, leaning crazily and ending at sharp, dagger-like points. The bell towers are twisted and turning in on themselves, rising up into a featureless sky, the belfry tilting so severely that it looks like it could collapse at any moment. The church is ringed by a low stone wall, with which lies a graveyard. The gravestones sit like rows of shattered teeth, leaning and sagging at a variety of crazy angles, just like the nearby church. Among the stones trapes animated skeletons that move with a herky-jerky motion as if being controlled by a puppeteer lurking just out of sight. Some of the skeletons wear robes of priests, others are garbed like that of the medieval townsfolk. A group of the skeletons play fifes made of femurs and bang on drums with bone drumsticks. Their melody is a dirge like a mournful song. And then you catch sight of this procession of coffins. And immediately, Brightwood leaps into action, smacking down on top of Bishop's coffin, trying to free him. Splintered wood goes everywhere. Brightwood! I found you. Come on, get out! Brightwood, stop it! (laughs) Well, he's probably. I grab his hand and get up. Yes. I'm going over to the other one to get horse out. And... Somebody help I hope I grabbed his hand. Oh, you grabbed something. Horst, you start banging on top of the coffin. Mika, you can hear her arriving to your coffin, and also these creaking, clattering skeletons begin to encircle you all. Get it? Alright. Um. Yeah. Mika, you smash the coffin down on the ground and it shatters its brittle woodwork scattering on the frown scattering on the ground freeing your friend First, are you okay? I mean do you want the real answer there? Are, are you bleeding or is there any broken bones? <laughs> no, but I'm, stand- I'm probably naked at this point I'm standing here I mean, trying to see skeletons. bright wood naked all the time. I'm used to naked people at this point. Wait, do I have my hand back? I'm afraid of the skeletons. Hey, there's another coffin here. Should we open it? I think. Yes. As the coffins pointed out to you all, the skeletons holding out these coffins, moving them towards their graves, I'll turn on you, and they start to attack. Hey! Hey! Calm down. Can I pick up, like, a like a shovel or something? There's a branch on the ground, you I grab just... it. Heck yeah. Guys, I think I know where we are. And I think there's only one way to get out of here. Pray to my god and hope that it can hear us? No. Where are we? How do we get out of here? Um. We're in Dungeon Mapster. 
<laughs> I thought we were on Patreon. Look at yourself. What does it remind you of? Uh, Glorious. Just glory. Look at myself. What do I look like? Do I look different? Right when she came to visit you. Who? Who did? And she was trying to turn me into the a cat. The countess? Are we inside her vagina? <laughs> it's uh, there are a lot of cobwebs. Yeah, <laughs> that cave. Hey, oh, oh man. <laughs> so, Bishop, you're going to be at the top of the initiative order. You grab a branch and go ahead and take a swing at one of these skeletons. Yes, I will do that now. Um, swing, uh, swing, uh, swing, uh, swing, 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 uh. Is this brawl? I guess it would be brawl. Oh wow! Once you get a seventy-five dexterity, Redwood. Oh, he's always been very dexterous. A lot of dexterity. I think that makes very sense. good in the sack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Where is Milk at when we need her? Hey. A lot of bending and moving around. Whoa! Like hey. Right, that is a success. Did I strength? Yeah. Good, bro. Milk is saving actual lives right now. Well. Well, that's. Well. Um. Not. Didn't she do the other thing for a living? Yeah, she's more involved uh, after the, the life part. Yeah. Let me think what I want, okay? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Kidding. Anyways. What do I roll with a branch? What does a branch do? It's gonna be a D4. I mean, they are skeletons. There's nothing really holding them together. I do like a baseball bat type of thing for the skull and like ready to do like a whole run type of thing. And you send the skeleton's head flying off into the distance. Make a D100 roll. D100. 11. It immediately collapses into bones and dust. Sweet. Uh, I don't think there's a... I think we need to run away now. Where are we going to run to? Not here. Let's get out of there. <laughs> can, I, uh, um, can I grab um, the outfit and like move like here and take oh, the with me? They take him with me to get out of here, like over here. At least, like, get us the grouping together. It says separately. Doctor Brightwood, you feel the strong arms of uh, Bishop trying to pull you out of this fray. Are you gonna allow? Sure. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Save me, Bishop. Guess move to right about there, Doctor Brightwood. It is your turn. He's a rock. You see that there still is one coffin being un yeah, deposited into a grave and they are starting to bury him. You hear the banging and the protestations of someone from within that coffin. I, be- I know what I bet it is. I bet it's the, the guy who paid to... Uh, what's, that? what's that guy's name? The one who like wanted to who used our uh, people. Let's break him out. Yeah, leave him in there. Yeah, you got to pay us back for all the lives. Get back our prices. Have you paid me back yet? What life have I sacrificed? Everyone chopping off her arm? 
Brightwood. It is your move, Dr. Brightwood. What do you do? I don't want to wait for my, for my life to be over. Uh, Brightwood breaks it open with Scott. Yep, all right. Something you leap in there. Yep, that's going to do it. Smashes it open with his wiener. Coffin shatters to pieces, and you see Alban Grau in his popey priest outfit collapse to the ground. He looks around bewildered. Oh, God, what a valve you. I don't understand. How did we get here? I don't think we have time to explain that all right now. Right, right, time to fire these skeletons animated and try to kill us. Uh, the same reason that we they ended up here. They don't have a dick. <laughs> You'd be mad too, and you know it. Now, no more questions. We have to go. I don't have one. Go where? Where are we going to go? This Away! Is, we're, trapped, we're trapped in a cheesy this set. Is, this is my question. Where We can't just run. We have nowhere no, we to can go run to. run frantically in any direction. The quickest direction to where we are. Actually, you know well, what I agree with? runs a dozen steps in one direction, then turns around and runs a dozen steps in the other. My friends. Let's just keep running until we find the edge of the set. Yes. To the church. How do you know I... if there's an edge? I think I might oh, know a way out of here if we can make it to the church. Why? Who's this? Why the church? Explain on the way, please. Let us make haste. And Why would... Bishop, you okay. recognize this gentleman as Alvin Grau, the individual who invited you to the production, as well as the priest who oversaw the chanting of the ritual. You're an idiot, you know that? I admit yeah. that this was not according to plan. I, I told you this was. What happen. was your plan? Uh, well, this wasn't it, Mika. I told you this your was move. Gonna happen. Go for it. It's my move. Smack him. Uh, so what? What are we running, or what's happening? Yes. Are we? We're a little bit surrounded. You and Horst are a little surrounded by skeletons. Okay, so me and Horst can't run. Okay. Oh, fine. Okay. You're going to absolutely run. I... Might okay. take an attack. Attack the one Okay, whatever, whatever one's closest to me, I'm just going to try and. Dodge. Do... Go away from. Sure, give him a smash. Or, uh, how do I do that? Brawl roll. <sighs> Why can I never find anything? God dang it. Bottom left. And skills. That's how. You are not okay, the first those... person to make the criticism that there are a few too many skills in Call of Cthulhu. This is not even all of them. Go all the way to the bottom, to the left. It's right there. Wait a minute. Can I... Um, they're skeletons. They Can are. I... Uh, and... They're just exposed skeletons. Can I try and do... Roll a biology roll to try and kick them in the right spot to make them all collapse? Make it collapse. Yes, give me a bio roll. Somehow, like dominoes, like a Jenga tower, you figure, okay, if I just pull this pelvis, this one will collapse into that one, then so forth, like mousetrap, and you do so, hitting the one with the femur, and bam. 
they all tumble like a tower and you see this like cloud of grave dust go up like a nuclear explosion as you all make haste and run out of the assault of the surrounding skeletons towards the church could I take the lid of the of the of the of the uh, fucking grave thing coffin yeah the coffin used as a shield yeah, you go ahead and pick up one of these splintered wood shields. It deteriorates in your hands a little bit, but it might offer some protection. Yeah, I'll do that. As you all run through this fake forest, making your way under these odd angular branches towards this wild church, Alban explains to you, The Countess Estahazi helped me hide the Necronomicon when I stole it from the State Library. Such a shame the young man intruded upon us when we, when he did. But then, it seems that this book demands payment in blood for all those who seek to use it. Yeah, it kind of like, it kind of gets kind of overwhelming sometimes. But well, if you use it right, it's it's just not bad. That's <laughs> what I've always said. Know. You know your purpose. You will come to it with intention. This is magic itself, working with purpose. And this space, yes, it is a space outside of a normal realm of existence. The film of the cameras you see, it created a bridge to this world of dreams. The it's, dreams of the Countess. Yeah, I figured. Hey, do you know where the Countess uh, Flactory is at? I do indeed. Where is it? It is here, inside oh. the church. Uh-huh. Of course, you stabbed your lighter. Um, do we have anything on us? I thought we were... thought we didn't have anything at all. Right with Snake. <laughs> if he came in with anything, he immediately threw it away from him. The moment he came in, he started smacking I mean, the stick against When I got here, yes, I would still have it. You check or your... Ca- kind of a hoarder. You check your kangaroo pockets. It's underneath the cat food. It's underneath the dexedrine. God damn it, they're at the bottom. It, you gotta clear away some of the stickiness from it, but it still works. Gross. Hey, do I get my arm back? No. No, God, the, the woman gave me an arm, and then... It was still an illusion. You look down. To torment you. Your arm is there, and it's the sick, <gasps> yellowy color, and you can control it. I can control it? Yes, you can. Hey, Mika, can I'll... you cut this off, please? Why are you asking me? Oh, you cut it off the last time. I'm not the one that cut it off. It was cut off and I just kept it. (laughs) It's hard to remember these things. I think you should just cut it off. Alright. I feel like you should cut it off anyways. Kind of like my uh, missing arm. It it, ought to give me character. Focus, man. If we're going to get out of here alive, we need our fits about us. She... Lives on here in this land. And he looks around, shuddering slightly, then walks over to the book. Right, feels a chill race up and down his penis. Uh, uh, DM, I'm gonna start casting. Um, 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 oh, fucking. Oh, no, we don't, I don't have magic! No way, I do have magic. I have my, no. my mask. I have no, my mask. No, Yes, I do. I have my mask. If well, I, we don't I, know. The question I is, it's more a question to look at you. Wookie, do I have my mask? No. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, God. I was just saying, even if you don't, like, even if you did, like, 
how would that work here? We have no control here. This is not our dream. You all step forward into the church, making your way inside the building. Can I just dream up my mask? Can I just reach out like I'm going to grab my mask? Bishop, make an intelligence check. As you all make your way inside of the church, the interior is empty. No pews, no altar, no icons, no pulpit. Just a bare stone floor, and at the far end, and at the far end of the nave, a large lectern. The walls, the floor, the ceiling are all clearly wooden, painted over to look like stone. And there, on a singular podium, stands the Necronomicon, to which Alvin moves over and opens it. Wait, what are you doing? The Baron unclasps the leaden locks that on the book's cover. With obvious effort, he opens it to a marked spot whereupon, in the middle, he then runs a finger down the illuminated page, curious. You look over the Baron's shoulder to see images of a great toothed maw opening in the heavens and men below kneeling in supplication. This is the original ritual, the Yagzek Kanchanlin. It calls upon the key and the gate. As we are currently somewhere other than our own dimension, I think our best hope of our escape is to call upon it. Why should we trust you? This is our best hope of returning home. Do you want to be trapped here for all eternity in this pocket dimension? How do do we know that you coming here wasn't your... uh, in the first place. I uh, use my 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 luck to uh, get XFS. Hey, can I roll uh, inside? I guess. I thought that's a skill, but psychology roll. Psychology yeah. roll for you, Doctor Brightwood. Bishop, you may use. That'd be seventeen luck to push that over. Yep, I'll do it. I think he's telling the truth. <laughs> we should do what he says. You see this madman's eyes, his pupils wide, blotting out the rest of his irises. He is... Seems trustworthy to me. No. I I, I, I was... was, At first, I thought, you might be right, I can't trust him, and then I looked into his bloodshot eyes, and I thought, no, this guy knows what he's talking about. If the phylactery is here, then that's the way we're getting out. You look at the book and you see the film nitrate strip countess esther Hazy, her surprised face some shadowy figure just out of sight the bookmark holding this necronomicon open the placeholder all right can i grab it you do so horse give me your lighter i give it to you i'm setting this on fire like i should have that first time it burns it licks, the flames erupt out of the flim nitrate, and immediately you feel hot. The entire world around you heats up. The walls of the church ignite spontaneously, and the entire area begins to blacken, a charcoal-like appearance, as the entire dimension you in, you're in, ignites. Well, you fucked us. 
What have you done? You've killed us all. We must complete the ritual before we're all burned alive in her dream. Okay, okay, get out of the way. I'm the one that actually knows how to push him out of the way so I can look at the Necronomicon and read the actual spell to do this shit. And do I get my mask back, by the way, because I pushed, I uh, bend my luck. You realize in a flash of insight that Mika has been correct this entire time. This is a dream. This isn't real. None of this is real. Oh, we just have to wake up. Uh, should have listened. Should listen to me. Go more often. Bishop starts, or uh, rather, uh, Braywood starts smacking himself in the face with his dick to try to wake himself up. You know the best way to get out of the dream Ow! is to kill yourself. I should never have. I should have looked this up before we started the session on page 169. Nice. Of the core rule book. Nice. Awesome. One hundred sixty-two of the core rulebook. Reality check rolls. While reality checks are only usually called for on behalf of an insane investigator, a player might call for one if they wish to see through what they believe to be a hallucination or illusion. To perform a reality check, the player makes a sanity roll. Yes. Well, then I... Again, I had to take back my intelligence. I get back my luck. Doctor Bright, no, Doctor Brightwood. As you slap your face with your own cock, make a sanity <laughs> roll. Oh, nice. Extreme success. Oh yeah, you got extreme success. Ignore this one. It was a good smack. Smack some sense into him. You all see Dr. Brightwood vanish before you. Okay, alright. I copy him and then I smack Mika in the face. Wake up! Wake Whoa. me up! Excuse me? And then... What? I wake you up! I'm waking you up! Wake up! Horst, what do you do as you see your friend, Dr. Brightwood, vanish before you? I mean... Horst would like to vanish as well. His life has been hard, and he sees vanishing as a positive. So... Man, Bro, that is deep. <laughs> right? Jesus. So, he's gonna imitate what Dr. Brightwood was doing. Holy God, he's gonna slap himself with a dick. You lie down on the ground, put your Everyone. legs over your Someone head. Someone needs to wake up Mika. Mika's the other one that can't wake herself up this way. Uh... I'm going to give each it's one a... of you the opportunity to try and wake yourselves up and rouse yourself from this other dimension. I slapped her. I slapped you, Mika. You get an advantage. Mika, Take you me too. with you. You got a hard success. Feel yourself flowing, fading out of this world. Oh, I'm screwed. I just realized that. Uh, 
Anyone else? Uh, can I uh, walk up to the guy and says like, tell, just like, just go up to him. It's like hold him in place. Like we're gonna die together, my friend. I don't think uh, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna slap myself the moment I say that we're dying together. And I'm hoping that just stupidity, I make a hard success. All right, we're gonna die together. Yep. Uh, can I can I slap him as I'm like leaving? <laughs> Give him a stiff slap, just a hand apparates out of nowhere, slaps you, and disappears. Wake the fuck up. Alright. Forrest? Yes. Horst, don't leave roll, me. Please. You wanna what? Sanity roll as you try and oh, slap sorry. yourself in I the face. I get it. There you go. Oh, fucking Horst, don't leave me! I don't wanna leave him. How can I help? Is there anything that I could do that would come to me without me knowing otherwise? <sighs> I can toss cat food on him. That would help. <laughs> Give him a good stink. Smell this. Yeah, it'll like the pitter patter of the of the hard exes. Smack me in my early life. It's like smelling salt. Smell this cat food. It's really strong. Right. Oh, thank God. I say that again, like, real war, man, we're together in a clear room, the guy's hand. Forrest, I'll allow you. If you want to stay, I'll let you stay. You <gasps> know this isn't real. You feel everything swaying around you, fading out, and you can clamp on. Forrest is no longer able to really hold on to anything, not sanity or anything else, so he's gonna just. He's not gonna stay. He cannot. You fade away. No! Oh, oh, I, oh man, I kind of feel like I want to die with him now. That's sad. What? Horse is going back. Oh, okay. Bishop. You watch your friends like a mirage fade and wave out of existence turning back to the madman Alban who frantically thumbs reading down the page the blood that soaks the page that inks into the flesh of the Necronomicon giggling, cackling to himself excellent you already know your parts the ritual, the chant from the scripts you can help by shedding blood as well. Not to worry, only a bit. Only a bit more if you like, he giggles, his mind becoming unhinged. Shatter yonder stained glass panel and multiply your flesh, my disciple. Uh, I'm not your disciple. Can I take the book from him as I disappear from this world? You try and shake off this world. You try and return back to what you know, back to Berlin, but you can't. It's too real. It's too concrete. You feel it solid beneath your feet. Oh. <sighs> I'm jumping into the fire. Let's see what happens. As you try and reach over for the book, he scrapples with you, trying to pull it back. Each one of you, no. I need this to complete the ritual if you have any hope of escaping and returning to Berlin. You must follow my instructions. He wrenches it away from you, slamming it back onto the podium, his mad eyes flickering 
in his skull. Grab some glass and stab him. Is there glass around us? Sure, that can be. I have the stick. I'm going to stab him in this with the stick. <laughs> Into his eye. I was only kidding, but I don't think that's a good idea. <gasps> Come on. Look at that extreme success. He's going to see it coming, and he is going to allow you to stab him in the face as you withdraw the stick. The eye, speared on the end, begins to bleed, showering the entire area with his blood. Yes, yes, this is perfect. We must shed more. And he grabs the branch and shoves it back into his other eye. Completely, completely gouged out, blinded the Berenger now, now quite mad, sacrificing the remainder of his sanity, slashing at its flesh in a bloody orgy while he shouts the intonations to Yogg-Sothoth. I feel bad for Yogg-Sothoth. I guess the crazy one. Um... Would you like to sacrifice any hit points? To help him? To help the ritual complete success. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how much hit points do I have left? Let's see. Oh, Should I have, have all a of 77. Them. I have a lot of hit points. Mm, oh, uh, hit points, not temporary. Oh. Uh, gotcha, then, uh... How much does it need? To finish, six, uh, finish this. You don't know. Brightwood uh, gives him 30 hit points. <laughs> Can I read the book and tell me? Give me a Cthulhu Mythos check to see if Bright, you can Brightwood tell. Brightwood gives him 30 hit points, though. How do you do that? We'll come back to you in a moment, Dr. Uh, Dr. Brightwood. I don't oh. know. Uh, I guess I could, could give it, like... You know what? Oh. Nah, I'm good. We're gonna do you want to give me 46 good. luck? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't have 46 luck. I have 19 luck. Oh no. Goodness. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna grab the book, toss it into the fire, and then like just relax. I got that success, uh, but I guess I'm not getting out of here, guys. That was good knowing you. Brightwood Father, gives you 30 hit points. Father. Dr. Brightwood, you have already shimmered out of existence. You are no longer on this plane. Oh, okay. Well, Brightwood, uh... Oh, my God. Doesn't. Just goes Damn. goes what? to the crack. That's awesome. What did you Felt do? that in my tank. Sounded... Don't do that. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. I don't know what that was. Okay. You're good. You're good. It sounded <laughs> like next to a freaking speaker at a concert. Good Lord. Yeah, but it sounded like, like... All reality. I think I just kicked my desk. I have no idea why it sounded like whatever you're describing. That Pretty sure amazing. my foot just kicked my desk real quick. But anyways, in the case, uh, Brightwood goes find some crack to smoke and just wanders off into the night naked. Uh, I can only expect the best from my father. All right. Well, I just look at the side. You stand next to this madman as the fire creeps closer and closer. Most of the entire world is blackened and charred. As he calls out his intonations to Yogg-Sothoth, by the moon's eye, by the imprisoned, by the free, by Samus Gibble, Nasuku, by the high name of Ia, by the seven demons, guardian, let the gate be open by chaos, 
by the void, by the light, by darkness, by the air, by fire, by the water, by earth. Key, open the gate, by the sacred oath. Let those who want to leave come out. Let those who want to enter come in. Let us see into the hiding light. Let us into the blinding darkness. Can I the veil. And then you call forth my god. Crush the mirror. Reveal the illusion. See the gate opens. Soon his flesh hangs in ribbons. His robes in blood-soaked tatters. As the barren chants reach a crescendo, a terrific rending sound comes from the roof beams overhead. Then, with a great retching, the entire roof of the church flies away as if caught in a tornado. Indeed, a terrific wind howls, blowing overhead, swirling down into the church. High above, the great corsicating clouds gather, rippling and bubbling. Unlike everywhere else in this dreamlike reality, there are senile vibrant colors, greens, yellow, oranges, browns. Among the clouds, multitudinous eyes bubble and churn. Then a great toothed maw begins to open, sucking in the winds, the artificial trees, the gravestones, the skeletons, and then the church itself. As you witness Yaxathoth, I need you to make a sanity roll. I, I succeed. I don't see that. <laughs> oh, I did succeed. What? Oh. Well rolled. Probably I didn't need more, but whatever. Sorry. Oops. So I need you to roll two rolls. I need you to roll d10 for sanity loss, and I need you to roll d100. All right. Sure. Do the d100 first. And then you said a d6. D10, please. D10. How many hit points? Huh? Alright, you're gonna lose one sanity. Well rolled. Good rolls. How uh-huh. many hit points did you sacrifice? Uh, I didn't sacrifice any. Zero? It's zero, yeah. That's too bad. I uh, know, I sacrificed one. Remember, I shoved my hand in his mouth. Hot. Is that right? I was like, oh my god, I had this great idea. I'm gonna summon my god. That's fine. As you feel the entire world around you flow, being pulled up into Yogsathos Toothy Ma, you hear the Countess unleash a blood curdling scream as her own essence is torn to shreds and flung into the countless corners of the universe as her dream world collapses into itself. I, Wait, what? I, I, I told you, I, I always wanted to be the one to do it, so. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Nicely done. Yeah. Ah, Bishop just looks at me like, Princess! And he's like, have a good life. Take care of my you... dad. Yeah. <laughs> and no worry, half my soul is always there. Literally, it's, it's like part of, half of me is always inside. And then I pray to my god, and it's like, 
Oh, I hope to serve you again one day. Well, I guess I go into the. I gave him all. The rest of you. Waking up from your dreams, your sanity intact, you find yourselves once more at the foot of the Kaiser Wilhelm term. All around you, men, women lie unconscious or groaning, some slowly coming to and gazing around in a panic. The crew look on in stunned silence, and finally, Galen yells, Oh, Shiza, cuts, cuts! Only a few seconds have passed in real time. Oh, shit. What? You're right, it was all a dream. Yep. It was all a dream. It used to be. Yep. Uh, Brightwood just fucking runs out of there. Picks his pants up on the ground and races away. <laughs> you pick up your Fuck pants. This. Followed closely by a few of the wild boys coming out of their comas, trailing after you. Is is Bishop's body around, or is it gone too? Let's go ahead and take care of that, shall we? Bishop? Hmm? You all look around, and you find Bishop. He is looking off in the space, a wonderfully dull grin, a smile upon his lips as he stares out into space. Bishop, I want you to describe the happiest moment in your life. I guess the happiest moment in his life? Mm-hmm. It's when he was on the street looking into the sky and a man standing over it offering him food and take care of him. And that's the reason why he just kept on trying to make sure he's out, his father's always happy. Because he helped him in his time of need. And it is in this moment where you first met Dr. Brightwood that you will continue to exist for all of the remainder of your life. I, I know how to clone him, though. the rest of you see Albin slowly struggle to his feet as well he looks at you Horst, Mika and then to the cameras and then his face shadows in a mask of madness you must destroy the film, all of it destroy it that's the last thing he ever says as a throat-rending screech bursts out of his gullet as flames begin to lick his face burning forth from beneath his robes within seconds he is consumed in a pillar of fire Uh (laughs) one raspy last laugh from the witch Counter Esterhazy can be faintly heard Yeah. Hey, my friend. How dare you? The dog is probably right behind Dr. Brightwood. Yeah. 
Mika, is there anything you'd like to do at the conclusion of Shrek film? Uh, I would like to put Bishop's body nicely to rest. Bishop is still quite alive. An invalid. What? He stares out to space, vacuous of his soul. <gasps> okay, then. In that case, I'm going to very, very diligently try and find a way to wake him up. Yeah. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back. <laughs> we gotta go inside him. We gotta get inside Bishop's uh, brain. This is not inner space. We gotta do it anyways. This is Fantastic know, Voyage. Because then uh, when she says that, Bishop, book, wrapped in leather, weird one. Falls to the ground at your feet. A what? Something has fallen to your feet. Leather bound something. Uh, okay. I grab it. Bishop. You now have Necromonicon. If you really uh, want to what? find Or help Bishop. What? Or help Necronomicon. You have the Necronomicon. The Book of the Dead. Uh... You have one of the copies. Um, I okay. And then um, the head priestess comes out of the shadow and hands you a, paper, a piece of paper with Bishop's name on it. And it, in the title, like I hereby transfer my wealth to Mika. What? And Wait. in exchange, you must always protect and keep Dr. Brightwood, head prophet of the church, safe. That's Satan. <laughs> oh, uh, use a pen to sign. I'm just, I, uh, <laughs> I'm still going to try and find a way to wake you up. Doesn't mean you don't need to have to. He can take a vacation. Fucking hey, man. He needs one. <laughs> Fine. They're taking this place in another direction, and I'm just going. I'll keep an eye on Brightwood. Like I wasn't already, but okay. Horst? Well, Horst, who, by the way, lives in the former apartment of the serial killer that was that they were involved with at the beginning before he died. Um, he thinks that he could actually take the bishop and kind of build like a little, I don't know, like a bed for him and uh, could care for him and keep him alive and, you know, continue to sell paintings. And, you know, horse is ready to die, basically. Retiring to a quiet life, you look after and care for the physical form of Bishop while in the intervening years, hard study, Mika continues an everlasting pursuit, figuring out a way how to retrieve the soul of your lost friend. And does she succeed? Find out next week. And finally, Dr. Brightwood. 
Uh, Dr. Bravewood just smokes a lot of crack. He dies probably sometime in the next, like, two years. It's an overdose. No. You could help with caring for the bishop. <laughs> yeah, you care for the bishop. And I'm, and I'm supposed to The bishop's to always dressed you, up in, so. in the same room wherever he is. Okay, he doesn't <laughs> die, but yeah, he keeps the bishop with him. I mean, it's his son. Following the similar path to Anita Berber, you continue your drug abuse, which takes a heavy toll on you. But you maintain relationships with Bishop and your compatriots Mika and Horst. Yeah, somehow the cult doesn't go as well without Bishop there. Which, uh, in a different know. way. I feel like she builds a Christian faith or something. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he ends up writing the Book of Mormon. Changing yeah. his name. Moving to America. Successfully starting another branch of Christianity, you make another cult that spreads like wildfire through the Americas and gets a little too spicy, forcing your return to Berlin in 1933. The intervening years have treated you all well, most of you. When you come back together, you see that the city has changed. The streets, while always full of violence, have begun to spill over out the madness. It's palpable in the air. Is it just me, or does it smell like madness? Like a hint of it, yeah. yeah. Like a punch of lemon. Oh, we really need to stop coming back to the city. The acrid taste of the insanity fresh. We're gonna end it this week and come back for one final session with Berlin, the Wicked City. Wow, really? All right. I want to thank you all for playing. Good night. Beautiful. I could just clone him. <laughs> I think you do that too. If you gave back my fucking luck and sanity back, that'd be great. But I think I'm just gonna let Bishop uh, go do old age. I'm trying to bring you back. We can wheel him around. It's fine. You realize how much luck I have left? I have 17 luck. That's not enough to play this game. That's enough for one last session. Oh god. One last job. One last job. That's one last whatever. job. One last jab. Wookie, what do you think? Am I coming back? Is this oh, exactly yeah, you yours? are. Oh, fuck. All right. And then Bishop. <laughs> Can't make me. I guess I actually could. All right. Very well. fight with Bishop, but she don't want him dead. It wasn't dead. I was just in my happy place. You're dead. All right. Not dead. It's a vegetable. Yeah, well, I mean... Brain dead. I'm just happy though. Like, I'm in my repeat memory of happiness. Maybe he's just in a very deep meditation. Maybe. Interesting. Uh, 
But I have the right to be half the same after waking up. Oh. Maybe not half the same. Maybe I should be more at peace because of the.